previously on The Sixth Santa. Congratulations, you are the new Santa Claus. What? Guten Tag. I am Dr. Rudolph. I am the North Pole's biogenetic scientist. And I say reindeer in quotations because these beasts are only made to look like reindeer. But in physicality and abilities, they are so much more. You're not alone up here, so shovel out the barn. We fly tomorrow at dawn. Blackburn Media presents The Sixth Santa. The wind hugs my eyes. Why don't you tell me to bring flight goggles? If you didn't show up 15 minutes late, you'd have them. You could have woke me up. We live in the same house. Ugh. Why does every Santa get worse? Every Santa? So you, you've been Mrs. Claus for? The entire duration of the Santa Claus tradition. And you've been head of operations the whole time? No, I took over everything after the first Santa finished his sentence. Why is your Santa sentence so much longer? Too many stagecoach kills? You keep bringing that up, and I'll treat this sleigh like a stagecoach, and you can find out yourself. Roger that. So, um, the gun at the front of the sleigh, the big one with the big hole, and I'm assuming it comes with big bullets, too. It shoots stun missiles. Sure, and those are... Little disorienting rockets to shoot at people trying to kill us. Who's trying to kill us? Well, basically, we've been discovered. Our influence is not so hidden anymore. Our influence? (sighs) It started at the introduction of Santa Claus in 1855. The first Santa was given his sentence and made preparations for the first Christmas. He made hundreds of toys for the good boys and girls, but he didn't know what to do with the bad ones. He didn't want to give them nothing, so he decided to give all the bad children coal, which, at the time, was innocent enough. Don't you still give bad kids coal for Christmas? Well, what we didn't know was that the gifts we give children can have a major influence on their lives. It can give them inspiration, whether they realize it or not. And that's what happened with coal. 25 years after the first Christmas, coal as energy was born, becoming one of the biggest threats to our planet. But obviously, we didn't recognize it then, not until it really started to become noticeable. And that was the only mistake? Not exactly. From 1880 to 85, we gave out a gift that changed an entire generation. We gave elastic band guns to children. Not that it was violent in itself, but it desensitized gun anxiousness and dummied it down to a point-and-shoot weapon. Fast forward 20-something years, the First Great War. Okay, Uh, anything else? Oh yeah, we really didn't understand what we were doing until the world started fighting back. We had no clue about the type of influence we had. I mean, we gifted toy water bombs, water guns, cap guns, plastic soldiers, fake knives, bow and arrows, everything. We'd been unknowingly creating a cesspool of violence since inception. And it wasn't until recently when we started using our gifts as a positive influence. So everything wrong in the world is caused by the North Pole? Like everything, literally everything? Well, we started gifting handheld windmills colored like the sun. Ah, everything's fixed then. It's progress. But to answer your question about why we need the stun missile, 
It's that our influence has worn thin with the world's powers. They want that influence for themselves to inspire children as they see fit. So they want to be the ones to gift sun-colored handheld windmills. I don't know what they want. I just know they're tired of our extraterrestrial influence. Honestly, I don't blame them. Why don't they just take the presents out of the people's homes after we deliver them? They would, if they could see them. Presents are delivered at the size of an atom. Then they're all set to expand Christmas morning just on time for the kids to open them. Hmm, interesting. Very. That might be a sought-after commodity in the world, no? Oh, they definitely want that, too. Too bad you couldn't shrink your list of stagecoach kills, or else you wouldn't have to. a good first ride? It does take some getting used to. Yeah, seems like this whole thing takes some getting used to. I don't think I ever will. Can I just give this job up? I guess it's easy to want to give it up when you don't know what the alternative would be. Very insightful, Gunther. I think finding out what the alternative would be might be worth it at this point. Maybe. Maybe not. Anyways, I came out here to extend you a one-time invite to the Elves Tavern. Great. I could use a drink. Oh, where is everybody? At home. Really? I thought this place was like a rite of passage after every workday. What's different today? It's the night before Christmas deliveries start. No one ever comes here tonight. Must be a coincidence that the first time you take me here, it's the only day it's empty. Nope. Inspiring. Hey, can I get a drink here? No, don't get up. I'll just help myself. Helen. Didn't come here for company. It's the one night a year this place is empty. I don't want to sit here whispering to Gunther all night. If I didn't already throw you out of a sleigh today, I'd be throwing you right out of this bar. I'd honestly just come back in, seeing as this is the only day of the year we're allowed in here. Royal treatment, isn't it? At least I know how to pour my own drinks. Thanks for that. Mm Mm-hmm. Years of experience. Well, geez. I'd better get some sleep. Don't kill each other. About today. Oh, it's okay. You don't have to apologize. I wasn't going to apologize. It reminded me that I should probably fill you in on a few of the dangers in the North Pole. Wow. Oh, okay. As you know, Dr. Rudolph has made a living here tinkering with reindeer genetics. He's been working on them ever since he got here 60 years ago. Okay, and? So, Rudy was made with a concoction of animals. Some nice, some not so nice, but we got Rudy out of it. Yeah, Rudy's a good thing. Why do you make it sound so 
not a good thing. Because Rudy was the first success over the course of a few experiments. Nothing's perfect the first time around, so what I probably should have told you before dumping you from the sleigh was that there are about 20 caribou-sized reindeer that have mixtures of lion, bear, shark, all the apex predator genes, maybe even a dinosaur extract in their genetic makeup. And they were all very, very unreliable reindeer. Violent, unpredictable. You're kidding. So we had to let them all go. What do you mean you let them all go? Well, we can't kill them. It's restricted. So there's a bunch of violent, red-nosed, failed Rudies running around the North Pole? Well, red-eyed. That is so much worse. Only in looks. Ah, let me guess. They can kill us? I don't know about you and I yet, but they can definitely kill elves. So what you're saying is that not only is there constant danger during the month of Christmas, but that while we're back at the North Pole, we also have to keep an eye out for blood-hungry modified reindeer? Yes. And you're comfortable with that? Well, better off not dwelling on it. I haven't seen one in a few years anyways. Yeah, probably all gone. Well, now that that's over with, another one? I'm just helping myself if that's all right. Yes, please. Fill a bucket up if you don't mind. I want to forget all about this night. No luck on that front. We've got our first flight tomorrow. Is there anything good about the North Pole, then? I mean, there's dangers everywhere. No one likes us, it's melting, it's cold, and I only have a purpose for four weeks a year? It rains in the spring and summer, non-stop. Oh, you're kidding. And sometimes the elves try to kill us. The elves try to kill us? Do you want the short story or long? You're kidding. I was. Anyhow, make sure to get some sleep tonight. These flights aren't as easy as they used to be. What is that? That should not be happening. That's a stay-in-door siren. What? One of Rudolph's red-eyed reindeer is in the village. That's not normal, is it? It's the first time the siren's been used. Blackburn Media presents The Sixth Santa. The Sixth Santa was created, written, and produced by Patrick Magermans. Edited and narrated by Dan Wiley. Carl, played by Nick Sawicki. Helen, played by Julie Bullivant. Gunter, played by Blair Hanadison. 